What's good guys, we're back at it again with another video. As you see from the title today, we actually have my junior year story, a part of that, my D1 basketball story series. If you've seen the other ones, you've known that my junior year for me, I feel like was the year where I started to feel a lot of the consequences. I made some decisions that I feel like not only affected my career, but the trajectory of my life. Like I made some, I made some pretty bad decisions. We're gonna talk about it in this video, but before we get into the video though, I recently got a message on Noodle over these last couple of days. His uh, tag is Athletes by Bates. He hit me up on Noodle. He didn't even ask me a question. He just wanted to let me know the impact that I've been making, you know, in his program and how my videos are helping some of his players. And he was just really explaining to me how much he appreciated that. I just wanted to come on a video and say like how much that actually means to hear that, to know that the videos that I make are actually making an impact. I appreciate all of you guys who continue to watch, who continue to comment. We're all going to continue to get better together. I'm not going to hold you guys up any longer. I know you want to hear this story. Let's get into it. Like I said before, my first two years were filled with injuries. Uh, you know, I was dealing with some things up in my mind, you know, in terms of free throws, was really struggling with confidence on the court, a lot of different things. We in that sophomore season, like I said, we enter the summer and then all of a sudden when I feel like I'm starting to make a jump, my confidence is coming back. Oh no, we need to shut you down. The fracture in your tibia never actually healed. Even though you have a rod in it now, it never actually healed. We're going to shut you down for the rest of the summer so you'll be ready when the fall comes back around, when the season comes. I think I get cleared to get back on the court around August, September. So I'm back practicing with the team. Obviously, I got to catch up. I'm out of shape. I wasn't able to work out with the team over the summer, but at the same time, I wasn't feeling like, okay, even though I didn't work out like somebody was gonna take my spot, I'll be honest, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of competition, like somebody was better than me. Keep all of this in mind because this is kind of boosting my head a little bit. Around this time is where I honestly felt like I was the face of the program. I remember we would have booster meetings, just our boosters, the AD, our head coach and me, I'd have to get up on the platform and give a little speech and answer Q and A's. If there are social media posts that need to go out, videos, most of the time they're picking me to be in them. If there's posters around campus, most of the time I'm on them. I was really feeling myself at that moment. Keep all of this in mind. I was feeling myself. I really felt like I could do whatever I want. Nobody was coming to take my spot at all. It gets to about October where in practice, I feel something in the back of my leg, but I thought it was my hamstring. And at the time, I'm like, okay, you know, it's probably a hamstring. You probably just pulled it. You can go home and stretch. If it is an injury, it's probably not serious. Because before then, if I had an injury, it was usually going to be a big one, right? So I'm like a hamstring pull. Like, that's nothing. We'll just go home, stretch, be ready to go the next day. Go to sleep, wake up. My knee is completely swollen, like completely swollen. It's hard to walk. I don't know what's going on. And of course, because of my history, the first two years, I'm not telling my coaches. Why would I do that? They definitely gonna kick me off if I tell them that. I didn't tell anybody except for not the not our main basketball trainer, but one of the like assistants, interns. Yeah, you know, don't really say anything, but I've been you know struggling with this. I don't know what's going on. She was telling me like, yeah, just stretch this, this, and that. Made sure I was stretching before and after practice. I'm wearing tights during practice, so no coach could look at my knee and be like. Why your knee looks swollen? I made sure that never happened. At a certain point, it was hurting too bad. I had to say something, had to tell the coaches. We go to the doctor and they say I have something called osteochondritis dissecting. So basically pieces of my you know, fibula were breaking off and floating around in my knee. Usually the protocol is to take the pieces that are already floating around in your knee now. We can just take those out. Obviously after all those injuries, surgeries, I wasn't gonna sit out again. Maybe a couple days after that, I actually ended up making one of the biggest mistakes I think I've ever made, 
you know, in my life. And honestly, I kind of didn't even want to talk about it on the channel, but I feel like telling my story will help a lot of players. So let's talk about it. So this is still October. This is actually the night before our first official practice. I was in the dorm. The opportunity came to, you know, go outside and smoke weed, right? For me, honestly, like I had never done anything like that before, never in my life, never even really thought about it. Obviously, I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school, so I was never, you know, social like that. Never even thought about it, but it was offered to me and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, you know, you have been struggling with your free throws and I'm pretty sure I saw something on the internet that said, oh yeah, if you do this, it can help your knee pain. Then I had all of this going through my head. And I say that to say, those were just some things I was telling myself because I really wanted to do it. But that's just what I was telling myself to justify it. Also, this was my first time. So I'm thinking, man, it's my first time. I'm not going to get in trouble at all. Like, all right, whatever. Keep in mind, I feel like I'm the man. I can do whatever I want. It's kind of similar to when you see, you know, NBA players, they all of a sudden start getting in trouble and stuff when they get to the league or when they're in the league for a while. When you get to a point where you feel like no one can tell you anything, you're the man, the world's around your finger, whatever, because that's where I was at. That's where you start to get into trouble. Plus, I'm also thinking it's my first time. I'm not going to get in trouble, like whatever. And they're not going to do nothing to me, even if I do get in trouble, because no one's going to take my spot. That was my mindset, honestly. Honestly, I was like, they're not gonna be able to do anything anyway. Go outside, I'm partaking, and I see a group of people walking my way or whatever. Instantly, I'm scared. Have a conversation with these people who happen to be the RAs. Happen to be the RAs. So instantly, I knew I messed up. I knew I put myself in a situation I should have never, never put myself in. I was so mad at myself in that moment. I specifically remember being in that moment like, bro, you never doing nothing like this ever again. What were you thinking? Like, you're stupid. Our coaches had told us before, if we ever get into trouble, just call them right away. Not try and hide it. Of course, I wasn't going to be that type of player. Oh, act like nothing happened. I called my coach. It might have been midnight. It was late. Called him right away. Hey, coach. I did this, this, and that. I made a mistake, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. On the phone initially, you know, I was surprised because I wasn't getting yelled at, da-da-da-da-da. He's like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna let you know where we're gonna go from here. I won't get too much into the details, but after that situation, after it got found out, obviously I had to have a meeting with the AD. All the gear in my locker was taken. I mean, everything. Shoes, jerseys, whatever, undershirts, compressions, all of it was gone. Couldn't practice that next day, but I was practicing the day after that, but I had to wear a penny and stuff I had from home. I was wearing shoes that I hadn't worn since high school because they took everything, everything. Had to get up at 5 a.m. for like two weeks and do work around campus. Had to present a PowerPoint to the team about the effects of marijuana. And in my head, I was already kicking myself like, bro, you made the dumbest decision you could have ever made. But I'm gonna tell y'all this, still, still at the time I'm thinking, shoot, like I'm in trouble, but what are they gonna do? The big behind me isn't better than me. They still gonna have to play me. Yeah, they mad at me, but still they gonna have to play me right i get through all the consequences we get to the first game of the season keep in mind my knee is still completely jacked up it still hurts really bad but i'm just continuing to fight through it play through it because i'm like bro like i'm not i'm not sitting out again it doesn't really matter and i just messed up i'm definitely not about to sit out because then i'm definitely not getting back in the rotation because they just gonna remember what i just did i played the first half for the first game of my junior year we get to halftime i go to the locker room the trainer sees my knee and says you're done I tried to fight, oh no, I'm fine, I'll put on a leg sleeve, I'll do this, this, and that. You're done, you're having the surgery right when we get back, because my knee was that big. She told me if she told me verbatim that if I would continue to play, I probably would have torn my ACL in that game. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I gotta sit out. Get back, I have surgery, and like I say all the time, college is a business. The best skill you can have is availability. So I wasn't available, so guess what? That player who I thought, oh, he's not as good as me, it doesn't matter. All of a sudden, he's starting to produce. He's starting to play well. They're starting to play him more and more in the games. And I got my teammates telling me, 
you know, when you when you come back, I, I don't think they're gonna give you your spot back when you come back. Like I don't I don't think they're going to, but I'm telling my teammates, bro, y'all are crazy. I come back and they were completely right. They were completely right. For the first time in my career since my freshman sophomore year of high school, all of a sudden I'm getting DMPs. And when I say DMPs, literally just like it was in high school, walk down the bench, look me in my eyes and pick somebody else to go in the game, those type of DMPs. So I'm really starting to feel it. And at that point, instead of hunkering down, okay, Brian, you made a mistake, then you got hurt. This is why you're not playing. You need to get back in the gym. You need to make sure you're performing every day in practice to get your spot back. I'm like, okay, y'all won't do me like this. You know, I forget it then. I'm really about to do what I want. So I'm really going out because I wasn't really playing like that. I'm gonna be honest. Like I really wasn't caring about the team a lot. Bad decision after bad decision. All of a sudden I show up late to film one time and we in the hotel, had a DMP that game and I completely kind of understood that. I was mad at the moment, but I can understand it now. It was late for film, didn't play that game. I'm just making all these little mistakes, but the only person I'm really trying to blame still is the coaches. I'm still trying to, I'm telling you, I was still trying to blame the coaches. Oh, they doing this, they doing that to me. I can only look at it now and we're like, bro, everything that happened was your fault. Adding insult to injury, there's a little party that I was at and you know, there were drinks at the party. I was 21 at the time, it was my junior year, but there were people at the party that were underage and somebody took a video and I wasn't even facing the camera. They saw my back in the video while I was facing the other way, but obviously I'm tall, they already knew who I was. I got another meeting with the AD, so I'm getting in trouble again for something. On that second time, I kind of actually did. This was later on in the season, you know, in the conference play. I'm like, all right, bro, like you really wilding out here. Like, I don't know what you think you're doing right now, but you about to mess up the opportunity that you've been given. So I tried to get back into it, focus a little bit more. Actually started to get back in the rotation as we started to get further in the conference play, further toward the conference tournament. As the season comes to a close, you know, I started to get back into it. I've told you guys before, our last game of that season, conference tournament, I had eight blocks in that game and I thought I was back in all the coaches' good graces. Like, oh, you know, they love me now. I just had eight blocks. I'm showing that my legs are back. You know, I'm back healthy, I'm this, this, and that. I know I made mistakes, but they're gonna give me a chance my senior year to, you know, make up for it and really produce. Walking to my end of season meeting, you know, I won't get too much into it. I've talked about it before in a couple videos. I thought they were gonna say, we have this role for your senior year. I walked in there, they said, we talked to your doctor and all of us together don't think physically you can continue to play basketball. You can stay here, we'll still give you a scholarship, you just won't be able to play on the team, you can help out. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, I just had eight blocks and I played, what, the last how many months of the season? So you can see I'm healthy again, like what's going on? I wasn't outwardly mad about it. I was just like, okay, I'll put my name in the transfer portal. That summer, because that was the summer that COVID hit, we actually had to leave campus, I think it was in March or April. So it was from around that time all the way to when I reported to my new school in August, all the mental obstacles I had to go through trying to find a school. I wanna go D1 to D1, but I'll be honest, my options weren't amazing, especially right off the gate. The first day I put my name in the portal, I thought my phone was gonna be blowing up. That was not the case. We gonna talk about it in the senior year video, but the reason I really wanted to make this one was to let every player know, because I know it's a lot of players that deal with this or will deal with this. When you get to that point where you feel like no one can tell you anything, then you can do whatever you want and it doesn't matter that's where you need to watch out for what you're doing. That's where you need to be paying attention to where you're at, what you're doing, the decisions you're making because you're gonna feel invincible during that time. I thought I was invincible. I thought no one could touch my spot. I thought I could literally just do whatever I want. Like I ran campus 
that was not the case at all. And the decisions I made actually ended up changing the course of my career. If you don't take anything, anything from this series that I've been doing, it's be aware of every decision you make and understand that every decision will have consequences, whether that be positive or negative. All the smoking, partying, doing this, this, and that, I'm here to tell you right now, it's not worth it at all. It's not worth it. Now, I won't be the person to say, oh, you can't go out, have fun from time to time, but you need to be making sure that you're aware of how much you're going out and what you're doing when you're going out. Like I said, there should be no smoking. There really shouldn't be any drinking at all, but specifically before you 21, there shouldn't be any, oh, the bouncer said, you know, since I'm on the team, he gonna let me in and he's not gonna give me X's even though I'm not 21. I know I done caught some people with that. There shouldn't be any of that. I'm telling you right now, like there's been so many stories, including mine of players who get to college and you get that independence. And like I said, you on a basketball team and feeling a lot of tension from girls on campus, social media, whatever, and it can kind of mess your head up. I'm telling you, just stay focused, stay focused because all that extra stuff can get you sidetracked and will change your life. I'm here to tell you right now. Like, share, subscribe, turn on post notifications. I appreciate you guys watching. Remember, if you want the one-on-one -on -one evaluations or the breakdowns go on the channel just like these and my website in the description. Also, if you have any questions for me or need any advice, make sure you hit my link for Noodle in the description. I appreciate you guys watching. I'll see you guys next time in the next video.